A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. At the sight of the crowds, Jesus' heart was moved with pity for them, because they were troubled and abandoned, like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to the disciples, The harvest is abundant, but the laborers are few. Ask the master of the harvest to send laborers to his harvest. Then he summoned his twelve disciples. He gave them authority over unclean spirits, to drive them out, to cure every disease and every illness. The name of the twelve are these. First, Simon, called Peter, then his brother Andrew, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John, Philip, and Bartholomew, Thomas, and Matthew, the tax collector, James, son of Alphaeus, Thaddeus, Simon from Cana, and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. Jesus sent out these twelve after instructing them, Go, rather, to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. As you go, make this proclamation. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Cure the sick, raise the dead, cleanse lepers, drive out demons. Without cost, you have received. Without cost, you are to give. The Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. If Jesus were to walk our streets today, I hope he would, at the sight of the crowds, be moved to pity because they are troubled and abandoned. If we take this perspective throughout the whole year that we have experienced so far, from last summer to this, but even if we go back a few years. We are a troubled world. We are so often a sick world and an angry world. Would Jesus take compassion on us? According to this, yes. According to the statistics, especially of the Center for Disease Control, depression is on the rise, unbelievably so, in the United States, especially with young kids and certain adults. Depression is more on the rise in families of low income. Would Jesus take compassionate on all of us in this society of ours? Would he reflect on the various woke traditions that have sleeped, seeped into our society, anti-Christian, anti-Catholic traditions. Would he have compassion? Would he be sad and troubled because of so many of our young people, and I have to say lazy adults, have abandoned the church? Would Jesus walk our streets and feel the compassion and the sadness 
that he felt for the crowds that were like sheep without a shepherd. And in so many places in our world, let's stay in our own backyard, our own city, our own state. There are so many sheep without shepherds. And sheep who are anti-shepherds. There's so much persecution in the church. There's so much bias. I don't have to give you statistics. Open up the newspapers, open up the Twitters, open up your Facebooks, and we can all see that if Jesus saw through our eyes what we see today, he would have seen troubled and abandoned people. We have the Good Shepherd. But sometimes it might seem that we're holding him hostage. Catholics, not really sharing him with others through prayer, through witness, allowing a desecration of churches. And I'm not saying we have to be violent back, but allowing that. And we have the vote. This is United States. It's a little screwy now. It's a little in turmoil now, but we still have our constitution. And yet, I think very often we sit by quietly and we let the culture that has changed, and I, I, I hesitate to use that word because it's a positive word, culture, but it is the temperature of our times. The, the absence of respect for life, the absence of respect for God's creation. The same people that might be protesting using plastic bottles are the ones who are littering the streets so often with other junk, with needles, with drug paraphernalia. Would Jesus come and look at the world with compassion and be troubled and abandoned? According to the scriptures, yes. According to our faith, yes. Because the Good Shepherd is moved by our lack of fidelity to our Christian faith. And you might say, well, maybe some of them are anti-Catholic and, and not Catholic at all and atheists. Well, that's all right for them, but it's not all right for us to stand by silent and mute when our faith is being detested. I can see how Jesus was troubled and moved as he, as he saw the crowds abandoned and troubled. Because sometimes we act that way. Do we really appreciate the rise of suicide in our culture, the rise of suicide among our law enforcement people? Where is that coming from? As we disrespect the system that, we re that has held us together so long, and we see it bit by bit. In our culture, I'm not talking about the world, let's limit it to our own culture. As we see that being torn apart, 
as we pe see people, even with the audacity, I don't care if they're mentally ill or not, standing on a rooftop aiming his gun, why is he even using a gun, at police officers. And it's our own, our own neighborhoods, our own towns. Do we understand the, the anger in society when one man can shoot another just arbitrarily because he looked at him wrong or stabbed someone on the subway because he was in a mood or who knows what? Is our mental health system so deteriorated that we don't have the positions in place where the mentally ill can be helped off of our streets and out of our public facilities? Or do we just turn away like the atheist would? Maybe the atheists don't turn away. Maybe they come forward. But our society, again, the eyes of Jesus, is troubled and abandoned. What's the solution? We have Jesus. We have the healing Jesus. And this gospel section from Matthew goes on to sell, tell us what his plan was then, 2,000 years ago, and still is today, that through his ministers, all of his baptized ministers, we are to heal and to proclaim life and to administer assistance to the sick and cleanse lepers and drive out demons. All of us are challenged to do that. Leave it to the priests. I'm sorry. There aren't enough priests. Leave it to the nuns. There are hardly any nuns. So we, as a family of faith, have to be the people who accept the ministry of Jesus today. And it has to start in our own world, our own home and neighborhood. You know that as well as I do. And then we can use our public positions to the vote, public officials, to letters, to ask our, those who represent our country and our state, we don't have to use Catholic values and impose them on them, but we do have to, have to use the values of life and the common good, which are the standards of Christian behavior anyway. So people of all faiths can get involved with raising the dignity of people, healing the sick, bringing life to those who are suffering and are abandoned. And we who are the Christian holders, the holders of Christ, can be in the forefront. Through our attitude, our words, and our political system. And we, the Catholics, have Jesus Christ. He is the shepherd who sends us out. And it wasn't like, yo, here I go, you're, you're following Jesus, bring him out. No, Jesus sent us out out of compassion. He was moved because of the conditions of the crowds 2,000 years ago. Today, we see those same crowds in our own society, and through the eyes of Jesus, we have to bring compassion and healing and love and respect. And we're not going to get paid for it. That was his payment, the cross. 
because we're in two worlds here. God became man, and as man used his divinity to send us and return to the Father and left it in our control. It's from Matthew's Gospel at the Ascension that the angels, the angelos, said to the disciples gathered at the Mount of the, of the Ascension, why are you looking to heaven? Jesus has already told you what to do, and he'll return the way you see him leave. In the meantime, you're in charge. Us. We are not, it seems, pushy enough. We're not bold enough. We're not challenged enough, it seems, in our society, to put these words into action to become a Matthew or Thomas or Bartholomew or John, to become one of the apostles. And yet all these guys, except John, went to their deaths, preaching, teaching, healing in the name of Christ. That's our roots. Let's continue growing in the family of Christ because the Good Shepherd never abandons us.